0: Well, welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks, everybody. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today. These guys are really kind of little movers and shakers in the area of dementia. They have created the All's Buddy, which is a to-go app. Uh, to help us when we're dealing with memory care. So first I'm going to introduce to you Rithvik Ganesh, who is a current computer science student at uh, MIT, and he is the co-founder of All's Buddies. He has participated in a lot of Alzheimer's advocacy work through the Alzheimer's Association and has been really um, active in scientific research initiatives as well. In addition to him, we have the other co-founder of All's Buddies, which is a Vedette Tapavala, who is a freshman at Dartmouth. And he is studying neuroscience and human-centered design. And again, is the co-founder of the All's Buddies He's also been involved with multiple 5013Cs, which are nonprofits and NGOs, and he is interested in medicine like neurosurgery. And Lord knows we need a lot more of both of these guys in the world because uh, there's just not enough people out there being able to serve this population as it keeps growing. So thank you both for for uh, joining me today on the show.
1: Thank you for having us. Yeah, Thank you for having us.
0: I always start out asking everybody if they have been personally touched by dementia. So Rithik, if you can go first and and let us know if anyone in your family or circle of friends um, have had dementia.
2: Yes, uh, definitely. I've I've definitely had family members that have um, lived with dementia um, as well as family friends that have lived with dementia and a huge inspiration behind the app, which Vidhan and I will talk about is, actually volunteered at a memory care nursing home. I'm originally from Plano, Texas, which is in the Dallas area. And so that was, I I worked with residents at that center for, you know, uh, that entire summer. So that was, that was a
1: very inspiring experience behind this app.
0: Okay, great. Thank you. And uh, Vedette, how about you?
1: Yeah, so like Ruthvic, I have a lot of family friends that have been affected by dementia, and here at Dartmouth, um, I'm a part of the Dartmouth Generations Club where we go and visit nursing homes in the Upper Valley area in New Hampshire.
0: Uh, you know, I love that concept when we're when we're getting people who are studying this actually getting live experience. I, you know, when I first heard the first college, you know, doing that, I just thought, oh my gosh, this is so needed to see that real, that real side experience of what is going on. Well, um, Vedette, why don't we talk about the Alls Buddies and how does it work? Sure.
1: So we can begin um, by showing the main page of the app.
2: Right. So this is the opening screen of the app. So when you install the app you're you're going to see this screen and this is the onboarding page. And essentially this is like a one-time prompt um, where you input whether you're individual or a group. So an individual is just an everyday user and and a group would be someone like a nursing home or or a larger club that's using the app on on a single device, but there are multiple people actually using that. So for example, like if let's say I I wanna input myself as a group um, and I click get started, I just type in these two answers to these two questions and then I'll be able to go into the app. So, and 10 people are it. All right. So now we go into this main screen and the app has uh, three main modules that Vidant and I will talk about. Um, the sounds module, the games module, and the pictures module. Um, Vidan, you want to start with the sounds
1: module? The sounds module. It contains about 1,500 um, sounds, which include songs, commercials, speeches, animal sounds, and a lot more, all embedded like directly within the application. So within a couple taps of a few buttons, you can listen to any of these without ever leaving the app. For the songs, we've categorized them by pace, you know, from relaxed to groovy to vibrant. And each of those categories can be split by decades. So if you want to listen to something from the 1960s, for example, you can easily do so, or you can choose to listen to songs from all decades. After that, we have commercials, um, speeches, karaoke, meditational music, nature, and a lot more. You can also favorite songs and put them into a favorites group and listen to them that way.
2: After the sounds module, the second uh, module that's in the app, which you'll see on the home screen, is this is the games module. And then within the games module, we have three different individual games and then three different group games. These games are been informed by not only our experiences volunteering at various nursing homes, but also consulting with various subject experts on games that are best for engaging um, individuals at all stages of the disease, especially the early stages. So the individual games that we have are a color grid game, which is like a matching coloring game, Uh, a picture game, which has it will show you different pictures and the user can pick. um, It'll it'll show like four options and the user will have to pick one of the four that matches the picture on the screen. So just to give you an example, like let's say there was a picture of like a baseball bat, Um, then the, the question might be like, what sport is this? And there'll be four different like sports and then the individual will have to pick which one matches with the baseball bat and they can get if they get like five or ten in a row then they'll be shown a "you u-win screen the pictures can be can range from all sorts of things um, and are actually come from our pictures module which we'll talk about after on um, this one and then our final of the three individual games is a memory card game and this is a classic flip card game where you flip one over and you have to try to remember what is underneath different uh, tiles or different cards. And once you, and there'll be a timer going on while this game is going on. And once you match all of them, uh, you win the game and you can make this harder or easier in the settings.
0: Wonderful. So we've got the sounds, we've got the games and then there's the pictures. Yes, so
1: for the pictures module, um, we have over 800 pictures, um, many of which include descriptions as to um, like if the pictures of a famous world leader, who that world leader was. And these pictures um, contain, obviously, as I said, world leaders, both so athletes, musicians, animals, sports, holidays, nature, and a lot more. So one way that these have been used or this module has been used in nursing homes is a caregiver will hold up their phone and show them a picture and ask each person a question related to that picture. For example, have you ever been to this place? So it can spark conversation, but it's also a um, a tool that people can go in individually to just reminisce.
0: Cool. I'm just really interested in, you know, what inspired you guys to develop this in the in the first place. This, I mean, you've got a you've got a lot of information here, a lot of variety for people to be able to choose from, which is really cool. So Ruvik, how did how did you come up with this?
2: Right. So it really started after, you know, Vodan and I, um, we had like volunteered at a local nursing home um, for where we live. And that coupled with, you know, some of our personal connections to the disease. We noticed at the center while volunteering that there was like a a lack of like activities for a lot of the residents at the center. Um, There was a lot of sometimes there's a lack of things for them to do. And since we had both kind of had programming experience in the past, our our initial idea was that we could make something that could fit this need. So whether that be like simple games or music, you know, we bounced a number of different ideas around. And that's how we started with our first iteration of the app that you see published today, um, the, the latest version of Allsbuddy. And since then, we've just been refining it and also talking to subject experts and, and people that had been involved in like the Alzheimer's space, that there was a huge lack of like engaging activities for a lot of people living with the disease, especially in the early stages. And so since Vedan and I, we both had some programming experience, we thought that this need could be met with technology. So that's what got us started with making the app, and you know, throughout the development process, which we'll get into later as well, um, we bounced around different ideas, different things that we thought could help these these individuals living with the disease, especially in the early stage, whether that be music, games, pictures, um, and we had a number of other ideas as well. Uh, with that, we we developed the app, and that's how you know All's Buddy was really created.
0: Well that's fantastic. Like I said, I really love the variety that you have and people can do this as an individual, they can do they can kind of play a game as a group, I would imagine and have some competition if they're at that level. And one of the things I'm wondering is kind of the reaction that you're getting to the app and but dad, if you want to take that one and I'm interested if you're seeing intergenerational connections happen, you know, through the app.
1: Yeah, definitely. So As for the second question, first, the intergenerational connections have largely been, you know, between caregivers, um, if we're talking about a nursing home, or if we're talking about like at home, you know, just kids or, well, adults, but children of people living with Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia, connecting with their parents more, learning more about, you know, their parents' taste in music or like memories their parents might have and um, obviously caregivers connecting with the uh, nursing home residents as well and as for the first question about the reaction the reaction's been just extremely positive all around we've gotten reactions from you know medical professionals nursing home administrators people living with alzheimer's even and those reactions have you know ranged from i remember a nursing home administrator finding my uh, high school email Uh, just out of the blue going through and putting that effort in just to send me an email talking about how residents had been dancing along to music that was embedded in the app and we also uh, spoke to early stage Alzheimer's patients and they all told us about how like this music is a lot of music that they often listen to, and they have to go through extremely complicated methods with modern day technology just to try to listen to that. But us curating those lists was very helpful for them. So the reaction's been very, very positive.
0: Well, I can see that being a huge plus, and and I'm not surprised you're getting that reaction at all. Um, One of the things I think that people with dementia get so frustrated with is that Technology is changing, and it's like, well, I have it down here, and now they've switched it over here. And so, when you when you go to do stuff, it it moves around. But in your app, it's in one location; it's easily defined. And um, do you see that changing at all, or is that one of your goals—is simplicity and access?
1: That's been one of our goals. So when we started designing the app, we actually looked at a bunch of research in, you know, how you could make technology or just the user experience better for someone living with dementia. And we picked up quite a few things from that, but one of the biggest things we picked up was you need to make things as simple as possible. There's not much in the app where you couldn't do it with more than say five or six clicks of a button.
0: Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And, and, you know, like I said, one of the things is so often with technology, things change, and you know, even even changing of icons and things like that, people are always thinking about, oh, let's let's make this better. This, and, but it really for people with dementia, just makes it more confusing sometimes. So you're better off kind of staying with what you had um, than than making those changes. And you've got those set buckets for them to be able to find what they are. They're clearly identified and then they can break down, you know, where they want to go from there, which is really, really cool. Um, Rithik, what are some major changes, you know, that you did, you know, with the app kind of through development? I'm, I'm sure it wasn't like a, a one and done type process.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there was a number of different changes and Vidan can also get on this too. Um, but I think Originally, actually, our idea, like after see, noticing this problem, was actually like a family tree um, type app. And so our idea itself, like it, it it changed substantially from just like a small tool to more of like an all-in-one, um, div- I guess, platform with all these different things at the click of a button um, to entertain and engage the user. Besides like the change from like our initial idea of like as a family tree to like our our current version of AllsBuddy. Another big thing that we did was we decided to narrow down the modules that we had, but expand the scope of each of those individual modules. So we had different ideas like a vibrations module, like a fax page module um, in, in earlier iterations of that. But we decided that those, and that was also like after talking to residents at centers and subject experts in the field that those modules weren't as useful. So we decided to just focus in on the sounds games and pictures, which were our most popular modules. And so that was another big change that we made. And, and another change that I can think of off the top of my head was that we p- pivoted from an Android-only version to a cross-platform version. So now individuals can download this on practically any tablet um, that they have, um, whether it's iOS or you know it's from the Amazon App Store or Android devices. Um, and so that, that
1: really expanded the number of users we had as well.
0: Anything that you want to add to that for that?
1: No, I think Rothvik hit most of the major changes.
0: Well, and it's nice that you really went kind of narrow and deep. I think um, for purposes, sometimes we we sprawl out too far, and it is nice as it is. It gets too complicated, and we have to remember, you know, who it is that we're we're serving here. And I also think it's great that it goes across all the different platforms too for user access because gosh, it's hard to keep up with who's who's on what, you know, are you on a computer? Are you on a tablet? Are you on a phone? What kind of phone? Um, all of those types of things. So good for you guys to really, you know, thinking this through. And I, again, I, I love that you focused on the the sound in um, and the in and the pictures, because I think those are our two senses, you know, our hearing and our sight, um, which are so valuable. And I think that, you know, as dementia kind of attacks the the brain, what I've been told by people with dementia is their other senses increase, and so they really uh, that really enriches their lives and then the games aspect um, is cool too, because those can be played alone or you can almost kind of play as a competition, I would think, even if i don't know if there's a tally where you can actually in in the group like you said, you could sign up as a single person, or you can sign up as a community. Um, Do you have anything where it would show if players changed? Or I mean, that's something they could track themselves as well, or, or just rotate, not have it be, um, you know, a strict competitive thing? How does that work? Yes. So one
1: thing that when we talk to nursing homes and memory care centers is they said, you know, don't track individual patients. Mm -hmm. The only data we get from this app is basically just how many people are using it and so we don't track you know individual people's performance or individual people within a group's performance and how it tracks over time just because we want to keep as much data in the hands of the user rather than just taking a bunch of data from this app.
0: Well that makes sense I guess my question was more in terms of in if you rotated between people um, in terms of just to say, okay, it's Carol's turn. Next, it's going to be Bob's turn, you know, to answer the question or, you know, they can do it as a group as well. I was looking at how that works. So you wouldn't necessarily track, it wouldn't move from one party to another, um, which in a lot of ways is nice because that can just complicate things too for people. And it's nice Mm -hmm. to have that personal interaction to call out. And I think sometimes that whole tracking you know, it scares people, too. It's like, who's getting that information? And what's this all about? And can I really trust? There's there's so much, I think, distrust uh, nowadays with technology. Is that something you've had to battle with at all, uh, you know, when you're talking with people about the app? Or are they feeling pretty comfortable? Because there's so many apps out there now, too.
2: Yeah, I can just um for your, the first point that you talked about also like um the games itself like that's that's a huge thing that we took into consideration while designing it we didn't want to make it very specific or add a lot of settings or anything like that because we felt that that could just make things confusing and complicating um and so what we did was in the group games if uh, when users download the app they can see this we give like for example like we have like a charades type game Um, in the app. And all we do is we give the questions and then an option for the users to keep score. Other than that, we don't do like a rotation thing because it, you know, there's one thing to set that all up within the device, but then there's another thing on how that would work in in a real life setting. So we keep, we get all the questions, we get all the things that would, that are necessary for the game. And then the group can decide how they want to set it up or a caregiver can decide um, how they want the game to be played in response to your second point. Um, we we've seen that um, a lot of people have the, the, the kind of notion when they come in, like, oh, this is going to be a very complicated piece of technology. It's going to be very hard to use. Um, there's even the concern that, oh, what data that we collect. But I think one thing that Vedana and I have been like pretty happy about is that once people get on the app, they see how simple it is. And oftentimes they ask us for even more. They ask us for more settings. They want more games. They want to make it even more complicated um, in a lot of ways. And so that's been really exciting to see that a population that might be kind of hesitant or resistant to something like this has actually responded really positively to AllsBuddy. And in terms of data, you know, Vedan mentioned it. We only um, we only get like how many users are on a specific specific device uh, for our own reporting purposes. Um, but other than that, we don't track anything. So yeah,
0: I think that's great. I think it makes people feel you know more comfortable in terms of of participating. With that, Um, I also wanted to ask because it's really important. How 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 do people access this? You know, where do they go? Um, This is just a it's a it's a wonderful wonderful tool that I think can be used by both families and communities. And um, we should probably also talk about um, you know is there a cost involved with this as well?
1: First of all, there is no cost associated with Allspudy. It is and will always be a free app um for anyone who wants to use it as rhythmic mentioned it's now available on the apple app store um, the android um the google play store and the amazon app store so if you have any of those devices tablets or phones um you can definitely go and just type in AllsBuddy and it'll show up
0: wow you don't hear free very often these days so that's really that's really cool and i think that that's really nice too because So often, you know, I mean, we're talking about inflation in general and stuff these days, but budgets are tight when Alzheimer's knocks on the door and it it gets complicated in terms of, you know, how do you engage? How do you provide, Um, which I loved when you said it's not just engagement, but it's entertainment as well. And I think what you're doing is really empowering for individuals, kind of puts the fun back in, in life. And, um, and I love the little rewards, you know, that that pop up too, that you had mentioned on, on some things for people. So it's, you know, you can be self-competitive or you can be self-entertained or you can do it as a group and you can do it, you can do it for free. And there's a lot to be said for that. So kudos to you guys for being able to pull all of this together and, you know, let the world join in. And speaking of the world, is this globally accessible? This shows how ignorant I am with apps.
1: <laughs> yes, this is globally accessible.
0: Okay, wonderful. And then in terms of, uh, so in terms of accessing it, they go to either um, Amazon or Apple or what was the, the Google?
1: Yeah, the, the Google, Google Play Store.
0: <laughs> okay, the Google Beautiful. Play Store. Okay, um, now, if they have any questions um, regarding this, uh, do you have uh, a way for people to communicate with you? And, and um, if, you know, do you have a support system out there for people? Yes.
1: Yeah, so the easiest way to do that is in the settings page of AllsBuddy. We actually built in a form where if you have any advice, questions, feedback for us, um, you can go into that form. Just by contacting us, if you want to put in your email, you can, or it can be completely anonymous and you can leave a message. That message goes to both of our emails and we check it multiple times a day.
0: Okay, wonderful. And I loved where you said, you know, if you have advice, you know, or suggestions, um, that's nice to hear that you guys are a company that, you know, is always looking at, you know, what's going to be best and that you have that, that support built in. Again, you can go to their website as well all's buddy that's a l z b u d d y dot and then again, just go to you know google uh Amazon or Apple to go ahead and download it as well. So I thank you guys so much for for the time and the thought that you've put into creating such a wonderful wonderful tool for people. And I, I love how it is able to be used by individuals and groups as well. And most importantly, that it's free and it's easy to use. You've really done a, a nice job laying out and designing this and having so many different opportunities for people to, to participate um, in different ways to kind of keep that brain functioning going and uh, feeling engaged and happy in life. So kudos to both of you.
1: Thank you. Thank is, there, you.
0: is there anything that we didn't discuss that that uh you know that I missed in terms of of questioning anything that you want our audience to know?
2: Yes, Vedan, do you want to talk about the traction that we already have or
1: sure so uh currently allsbuddy has over five thousand six hundred downloads um in about thirty countries um and yeah, so we've been working with two different chapters of the Alzheimer's Association on this. So the Massachusetts, New Hampshire chapter and the Dallas and Northeast Texas chapter. And we intend on continuing to work with them to you know, further improve the app as best as we can. And we make pretty regular updates, obviously not changing any of the placements or icons and keeping it simple, but just adding new features or fixing bugs, et cetera.
0: One place that you might want to contact would be the Memory Cafe directory, because they, um, Dave has, uh, and he's my partner on Dementia Map, and you guys are on Dementia Map, um, so people can find you there as well. But you know, they have well over a thousand groups. I think they're pushing probably closer to fifteen hundred um, in five different countries. That I, I could see this being, you know, even implemented during group sessions, let alone at home for people too. So um, you might want to connect with Dave via um, Memory Cafe directory too. So wonderful. Well, thank you guys so much. I, I love to see the entrepreneurship um, and what you're doing. And, you know, you really have a nice, uh, nice backgrounds and hands-on experience. And, and you're really listening to what people are saying the needs are Kudos to you, because that isn't always what businesses do (laughs) or or do well at times. And you guys seem to really be doing a nice job with that. So thank you for your time today. And for our listeners, I hope you like, click, and share. Let people know about all's buddies. I mean, who doesn't need a buddy in their pocket? So, you know, pass this along. It's something free. It's something easily accessible. And, you know, it can bring it can bring joy to a lot of people. We will see you all next time. Bye-bye.